1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. Man, today we have an excellent show with uh, just an amazing woman who has so much excitement and joy and passion. And it is so nice to hear that, especially, you know, with COVID and all the things that we've been through and, and just to hear her remarkable story is truly, truly amazing. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this show and the charisma and a lot of the tips and, uh, you know, and really the resolve. I think what you're going to learn from this podcast, uh, in today's podcast, is really the resolve and the commitment and, you know, that self talk that you have to have in order to make an amazing uh, life and, and really to create the, the journey the legacy journey of legacy family wealth. It is so exciting and amazing and refreshing. Um, Before we get started that podcast though, I really just want to take a quick minute. Man, I love it. And dude, you guys have been doing this like amazingly well. We have 675 written reviews. Listen, I don't know any other multifamily legacy podcast or podcast out there in the multifamily space that has that many written reviews. So, uh, you, my loyal listeners, the followers, I am in, I'm I'm ecstatic. I love, I love this. I love seeing this. So first one comes from Luz, uh, Luzi uh, Peranza. It says, um, after listening to this podcast, Corey teaches is extremely valuable, particularly in this part of the market cycle we are in because, well, you just have to listen to see. That's the truth. You have to, you got to get it, man. You have to get into it. The next one comes from Hassan Hassan Alden. It says, Mr. Peterson is a great host with great insights on apartment investing, both for a, a passive investor as well as a sponsor. The content of this show is inspiring and beneficial to anyone in multifamily and anyone looking to get into the multifamily space. Again, thank you so much. Listen, I love when you guys take the time to get out there and do it. Um, I enjoy this ride. I enjoy the journey. Um, I love apartment investing and I want to share my passion by bringing you great teachings and great guests and today's guest is an absolute powerhouse. Um, So it really is amazing. And, And before we get to that, though, a quick word from our sponsor.
0: Get started in multifamily real estate investing. Join our virtual Apartments to Millions Summit, where we will teach you how to get started in multifamily real estate investing. Text A2M, the number 2M, to 480-500-1127. Learn how to create cash flow and not quick profits. Hey, Aaron, welcome to the
1: show. Thank you for
2: having me. What a pleasure.
1: Man, I'm, I'm so excited just to have you on the show. And I think you've got a really neat story of you know you run you run some businesses already and you're in real estate as well and you're not in it just like a little bit you're you're going pretty damn good um, I would just love to hear your story of of how you got into real estate and how uh, where you're at today it's I think it's amazing everything I think people can relate
2: awesome well thanks so much well first and foremost I am a mom for all those mamas out there I am a mom of five. Beautiful, amazing children. Sometimes I lose my patience, but I hope that from just what we're sharing today, that it resonates with some of you that are working moms that want to build a freaking empire and show your kids exactly how to do it. Not that I'm there yet, but I'm on a freaking mission. Let me tell you that much. So oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, I did. Uh, as I said, Mama Five. Uh, I'm the taxicab driver that drives the kids to all the sports and where they need to go and still manage to, at the time when I got started in real estate, uh, take care of 30 headaches. Oh, I mean, team members, team members in our practices. And uh, from there, I really just was on a mission to learn what it is that the wealthy were doing. And I certainly don't get me wrong. I loved my practices, but it was a lot of hard work. And along the way. I found a way to create more freedom.
1: So now, what is your practice? It's chiropractic, right?
2: Correct. Yep, two practices. Southern California. I sold uh, my last practice just right before COVID at the beginning of March. And... Uh, good job. Yeah, I just focus 100% in the multifamily space now.
1: So, so how did you go from that portion of, hey, I've... <laughs> A, five kids, taxi cab driver, um, and, you know, people that have kids. I've had kids. Like I mean, that's just what it is. And then it's sports, too. It's like, oh, my gosh, it doesn't ever stop. That's a full-time gig on its own and a practice and then this dream of real estate. And how did you get the dream of real estate?
2: Well, I think it was just a matter of going back and you look at how all the millionaires and billionaires were made and their portfolio was a good portion of real estate Um, And so I was really intrigued by that at a really young age. And I think just rewind, I came from a family where my parents truly lived paycheck to paycheck, nothing against them. They did the best they could. And that's all they knew. Right. It was almost like a generational curse. And I remember at such a young age, just having this entrepreneurial spirit of I don't ever want to live my life like that. Right. Yeah. So. I think it was just learning at a young age that we're in control of our destiny. And what do you want it to look like?
1: You so internal drive, huh?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. And,
1: and so you took that and you started businesses, right? You went and you got your, you know, it sounds like you got, you got obviously to be a chiropractor, you got a schooling doctor, all that stuff. Right. I should, I should have said Dr. Aaron, I'm sorry.
2: No worries.
1: It's all good. <laughs> um, but, um, and that's 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 a, that's like work in itself. But really, that probably even prepared you for the real estate world because um, of the commitment you have to make. That because it's the same kind of commitment to be successful in real estate. I think.
2: Sure. Now, I think for for me, I, you know, I was in practice and I really was not doing it the right way. I was that ridiculous entrepreneur that thought I needed to have my pulse, a pulse on everything. Right. And so at times, you know, I uh, was doing all the, I don't want to call it lackey, but a $10 an hour jobs. Right. And I started coaching with this incredible coach back in, geez, 2014. And that was a pivotal game changer for me because she said, I will not coach with you on our next session until you go hire five people to help you lighten your load and to have them do the $10 an hour jobs and not yourself. So I was so upset. My feelings were hurt, but it was the most pivotal thing that happened to me in being uh, a doctor in my practice. It was a massive game changer.
1: You got time back a little bit.
2: (laughs) Yes, I did get time back, but to the tune of really, I would see patients and I noticed that I started to have gaps in between my schedule. And so that is when all fury broke loose and I started to dig into the real estate space. Um, in the now, same- did you
1: go straight to multifamily or did you stop and, and pass by this, the greenhouses, the monopoly game of the green, the greenhouses?
2: Yes, that's exactly. That's the analogy I love to use. Yes. It was a matter of uh, first and foremost is really finding out, that there was this mailbox money that people were getting. And I love the idea of this passive income stream and dug in further. But let me tell you how I initially started. I did not have any money to go buy a handful of houses, but I will tell you one thing that I am is freaking resourceful. So to the tune of, I knew that there was something called a double close. Wasn't quite sure what it looked like or how to do it but I got on, I didn't make an excuse of, I don't know how to do it. I got on the phone. I called the title company. I happened to be buying it Indianapolis, Indiana. And I said, Hey, Sally, listen, this is Aaron. I am totally new in this space. And this is going to be a total amateur question, but I'm, th- I'm hoping you can help me out. And she says, well, what have you got? I said, I heard there's something called a double close. Can you just walk me through how that goes? And she says yeah you've got to put a contract put a contract yeah okay then you have to have another contract for b2c okay b2c and long story short that is how i learned how to do a double close and that's how i got started right from the get-go
1: yes dude that is awesome that is so, so cool one of the things resourcefulness right is a prerequisite for anybody that's wanting to start a business You have to be able to figure out and solve problems. And a lot of times, and I think you just showed your vulnerability, and I think this is very hard for a lot of people, is to say, I need help, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's what you you went to the title company You said, like, I'm new, but I need help, and I don't have all the answers, so how do I do that? And then it was like, (laughs) they give you the prescription, right? You just write the prescription down, and you go, that's what I need? That's so cool.
2: That is it, my friend. That's how I did it.
1: Okay, so you start there, you start getting some single family stuff, right? When did you start thinking about multifamily? Like, where where did that come along and get your your vision got bigger somehow? Sure. Or was it always there? You just didn't, you just like more, more, more thoughtful about it?
2: No, I just, I was super, super visionary. For sure. I love being resourceful, but really I, I got started in that single family space and I found out very quickly, like I love negotiations. It's super fun, y'all. It's like a game, right? So at one point when I got started, I was 12 houses in within six months and I was kind of addicted to it, but hey, it's a more <laughs> addiction. It wasn't alcohol, right? Yeah. So I got addicted to it. And all of a sudden the doctors in my practice friends were saying, what in the heck are you doing? Can you help me? And so fast forward, um, I would, I'd be totally matter of fact with my warm market, y'all. People love integrity, right? People love when you put something on the table and you can speak from a place of integrity and it went something like this. Hey, listen, I would love to help you get this property, but here's the deal. Company ABC down the street is probably far better than me. They've been at it for 10 years. Listen, in 2 years I acquired these 26 properties. This is what's working for me. So, but again, they have the stack down the street. And the more you are honest and speak from that place, guess what? They wanted it so much freaking more because I wasn't shouting from the mountain talks about how mountaintops about how wonderful I am and rainbows and butterflies, right? I would share with them the negative things that are bound to happen y'all to the tune of this. So I would say ABC is probably better, but I said also just understand in this place, there's going to be peaks and there's going to be valleys to the tune of one of my investors, their tenant took the kitchen cabinets out when their lease was up. I had another one who they closed and 30 days later, the property burned to the floor. Nobody died, but I shared those stories. Why? because I want them to know it is not all real
1: risk with it. Yeah. It's real.
2: It's life. Right. So anyways, fast forward, it turned into 230 uh, acquisitions and dispositions with my warm market um, without a website, y'all. It just is word of mouth when you do the right thing for people.
1: Yeah. So I love that even just that piece. Right. So first of all, just kind of breaking down what you just said it, it it's just getting in motion and a lot of people saying, oh i gotta have my website i gotta have this but when we're talking with people it's just people this is just like it's just people you can have a you can pick up your phone you can have a conversation you can you, if you can't talk about what you're doing on a napkin it's too damn complicated Amen. most people are not going to understand it when you make it simple and clear and then you're if you're passionate behind it and you have integrity like all the things can line up to fund deals and get stuff. And I'm assuming those guys become your money people, right?
2: Oh my gosh, friend! So you asked like, how did it turn into into the multifamily? So, you know, it started with that whole single family space. Then I got invited to go to this multifamily one day thing. And I literally was that chick that sat in the front row with my hands crossed. Like, why the heck am I here? What the heck's going on? This crap is only for the rich people. Like yeah. I can't buy an apartment building. And literally, it was that aha moment, Corey, that you explained when we first got on the call, it was Monopoly. I was the chick that was landing on Vermont, collecting $50, right, with all my IE single-family properties, and I wow. just found a way to freaking land on Boardwalk and make $5,000 a night, right? Or yeah, put one of those big yeah.
1: red hotels in there, There's yeah. those big apartments, right?
2: The hotels, and so listen, the truth is, I owed it to my people to go back to them and tell them that there is a better way. So with that being said, I knew it was much more of a learning curve and time for me to get educated and so on and so forth. And so about a year after that, I went back to them, and my first deal was actually 104 unit and I raised $2 million just with my people that I had performed with before. Right.
1: Boom. Come on. Just like make it rain. What's up? Yeah. Dude, that is so awesome. So that is, that is exactly. And so, you know, kind of what you just said again, guys. This is no secret. She started with single family. She got a vision. You got a vision. You're like, dude, this vision's. Oh, I see it, <laughs> right? And but you just you also realize like, hey, I gotta I gotta learn some stuff, right? So you had to go back and kind of go back because it is a different machine right? But the great thing about all this stuff is it's already been laid out. There's so many educators, so many things you can go and get a good framework, a grammar. Here's how the game's played. Here's how you do it correctly. Once you felt like you had a good understanding on that, now you're like, it's game on. Now I know what yep. to do, what to say, where to go. And then you just took action. You uh, Now, did you find the deal on your own or did you have someone, a uh, partner bring it in with you?
2: Yeah, we had a partner that brought it in. Yep.
1: Yep. Already learning from that first year you hired people in your practice. Partnerships sometimes work really well in multifamily as long as everybody agrees on the same thing and everybody knows what their responsibilities are.
2: That's right. Amen.
1: And and did that did that conversation go pretty good? Like did they bring you into the deal or did how did that how did that piece come to about. Yeah,
2: they they had brought me into the deal. It was part of our mentoring group that we had been a part of, Ari Mentor out of Boston. And, you know, you'd start to see the same people at the you know, end. Yeah, that's where I started, right? No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I'm on day as well, bro.
2: Oh, my God. I'm an OG,
1: man. I'm a straight up OG <laughs> Ari Mentor.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, so we started there and found a couple folks to link up with. And really, that's how it all began, for yeah. sure.
1: I can't even underestimate the power of getting like-minded people into the same room and then because that's where you start kind of building some strategies because you may have one piece of the puzzle but you don't have all the pieces and if you can strategically bring the right people together that's all focused for the right thing even though you still got a practice and a job and all these things it seems like it can fit because the hardest thing to ever do is your first deal.
2: Oh for sure.
1: Right? sure. Uh, so those conversations with raising money, it's different now. So this is not single family, it's multi. How did that story go? And the, I guess I'll call it the pitch, but like what kind of conversations, what different conversations were you having about the multifamily piece of this?
2: You know what? We just make it so simple, right? Just like how you said, when you inundate with tons of information, confusion of the brain says no. But when you make it super simple, just like our whole monopoly ad- analogy, that speaks volume to people, right? But even far beyond that, here's really what matters. Does the individual know you, like you and trust you, right? Because yeah. the, the, the property is important, but the team is even more important, right? And so yes. it's that pre-existing relationship that really is super, super powerful. And, so these
1: were sort of just conversations that you're having. This is not like a pitch more so. It's just like, let's yeah. talk about your investors a little bit. Like, so what are they getting out of it? Like, what do they want? I guess, you know, and why is this so easy?
2: I think that bottom line, who doesn't want to duplicate their money in five years? Right. And I think that this is, you know, you're coming back and you're you're bringing the why is this better? Right. And let's just, just as I shared in the single family space, there's highs and there's lows. Right. So what happens if all of a sudden, and it's having this this frank conversation, what happens if you do have a tenant and they're there for a whole year and they move out? Now you have to replace all the flooring and paint the walls, right? This is common. So now all of a sudden, this income that was hitting a 10% return now drops to maybe a one and a half a 2% because it's out of our control. So what if we can make it more in your control, decrease the liabilities, increase the return and diminish that risk? Who doesn't want that?
1: Yeah, by using the scale of apartments, right?
2: Totally, and diversifying. Look, you yeah. got some in single. Let's go take it to, you know, the multifamily space. At the end of the day, the choice is yours. This puppy's gonna go quick. It's yep. a hot deal, right?
1: Yep. So, and then and capital follows that because that's what's in it for them. Is like they've got to put their money somewhere, anyways. And I think a lot of people don't understand that piece of it as well as like we're not really selling. Um, when you're raising capital, you're not you're not selling something you're or you're giving someone an opportunity
2: yep there you go and it's also for me it's explaining and sharing with them about capital preservation and why the multifamily is so much more powerful of an asset because it's not in essence based on the comps that are selling like single family is predicated basically on what the neighbor's house is selling for and as long as you can make this churn you know churn and burn and also share with them that we're coming in and we're buying a c asset that needs help. It's a problematic property and that's where we come in and we be, bring the solution to it, right? And yeah. Obviously there's meat on the bone which means it's going impre- to increase that bottom line and make it highly desirable. So it makes just it more money.
1: profitable. Yeah. It's like oh we can force we can force appreciation yeah. yep. with this asset. We have something that's way more in our control than the market which is truly not in our control, which is what we are relying on the single family.
2: 100%. 100% now-
1: I gotta ask you this because i think how did it feel when you raised that two million dollars
2: you know what listen this may sound really like cocky or braggadocious or i don't know what you want to call it it's really sad the older i get the more confident i become right but i was just talking with this coach Our, our team quattro capital has got this highfalutin coach that we use and he was asking literally at the end of 2020 How do you feel like you did for the year 2020? And my true answer is I don't feel like there's anything that I cannot do. And whatever I want, I just got to go for it. I know I'm entitled and I'll get it right. It's how bad do I want it? Yeah. The world's our
1: playground. Let's go have it. It takes action. It really is about putting your mind to it, right? And once you learn the that power, right? Cuz that's the superpower that we that most people are don't they've not even scratched or understand how it works and that, but when you get it and you understand like listen, it really is just up to me at this point now. I just got to tell my mind yes. of 2019. Okay. Um so thinking forward like okay, so whatever you did in 19, and we'll call it 2020. Now, what's Aaron's new cuz maybe we can say how much money did you raise 2020 and but what is your plan for 2021
2: yeah well listen it just keeps getting sweeter that was 2019 right and 2020 uh beginning in january i uh well i should say in 2019 i met some incredible people that i ended up partnering with that we have just gone on a mission in for 2020 and it's been absolutely a game changer and let me just share with you why 2019 was me running around with my head cut off, trying to wear every hat to find the brokers, to find the deals, to find the money. You get the gist, right?
1: Yeah, There's
2: such beauty that comes in the multifamily space because in the single family space, you're on your own. You're finding your own deals. You're putting it together. It's your deal. But could you imagine you get to all of a sudden climb the rungs on the ladder and land into something so much more beautiful where you have partners where my greatest weakness is another one's strengths and strength. And now all of a sudden you've created this massive synergy, right? Where everyone works so well together. And that's exactly what I landed in January. And man, was I ever praying for it? I was like, man, I'm cool that I know there's other people that I need that have to be far better than me. And let me tell you, my partners, I don't even come close to them. They are that awesome. I wake up in the morning and go, man, am I blessed to have the most incredible team to get to work with.
1: Wow, that is that is a great feeling, isn't it?
2: Oh my and God. And it
1: propels it you is. too, it propels you, does it not?
2: It, it totally does. I mean, 2020, we started off in 2020 and uh, there was actually, you wanna hear about a good deal? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's, well, let's talk about this. So in 2020 is when I started working with my other four partners Um, And we had one deal. I did not find the deal. One of my partners did. It was in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. It was a 35 unit, $200 a door under market. And the team says, or these at the time, we were not quattro at them. At that time, we were just getting to know one another on a get in business kind of deal. And so anyhow, long story short, my 25% piece of the pie was to bring $300,000 to the table right? At the time I had my 26 properties, they were free and clear. And all that went through my head was I'm just going to go refi these properties because I'd never leveraged and done it, which I know is kind of stupid, but anyhow, so I was going to refinance and take 300,000 out to throw into this deal for my 25% ownership. Yep. I went to bed that night, woke up in the middle of the night and I had like a oh, moment. And this moment was, Oh my gosh. I am not gonna use my own money. I'm gonna wake up and do something wild. So I woke up that next morning, got on Facebook and I said, how would you like to make a great return, have it backed by real estate? And how would you like to make a great return and have it backed by real estate, something like such. And how would you like to be the bank? I'm sorry, that's what I said. How would you like to be the bank, make a great return and have it backed by real estate? And my Facebook blew up. And lo and behold, I had 65 people that were like, tell me more. And so what I did is I ended up having three people within 48 hours that each wanted to give me $100,000. And the terms were, you give me $100,000, I'll pay you 7%, quarterly payout, two-year minimum, three-year max, and I'll back it to my single-family property that's free and clear.
1: Oh, right on.
2: So- that's exactly what I did. The property was a diamond in a rough. It was performing day one at twelve percent cash on cash, right? Yep. So all of a sudden just walk with me, seven percent to the pay the debt partner, right? On my piece. Yep. It still got five percent. It's all about the arbitrage, right? Yeah, you just
1: you just arbitrage money just so- like that. So <laughs> you use leverage for instead of getting a bank loan you say hey let's let's just I'll go find some private guys private we got these. you still gave them basically your single family loan but they and they and so you have that money you take that into your investment as just you and you make the spread between it because it's gonna pay off enough to pay everything else and boom and you, and now and you're still 25% owner as well <laughs>
2: Boom! yeah pretty much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See that is the beautiful piece about this business is there's so many different little nuances and ways to make money, but it's really about challenge yourself and that's when you woke up. That's what you did is you challenge. You said, okay, well, there's ha and a lot of not enough, not enough people do this more is challenge capital, challenge um, how much are you gonna? What's your piece of the deal and how do you expand it a little bit, right?
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: well,
2: hey, then, even going back to that though, Corey, like here's the thing. I didn't go beg anyone for anything. Just like yeah. you, as you previously said, it was just merely an opportunity. And when a, when I had a pile of people that wanted to tell me more, guess what? I was in the driver's seat. I got to pick who I wanted to work with, who was easygoing, who is my friend and who would I like to give the opportunity for to or yeah. to. So yeah. then my first quarterly payout goes out, guess what I get on my text message? Aaron, I just got my check in the mail. Thank you so much. This is awesome working with you. I filled his void. I was not begging and I feel like people in our space are constantly begging for money versus sharing what an extraordinary opportunity that they have.
1: Yes. And right? when you get those, yeah, 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 I and mean, well, hey, there's nothing better fulfilling than an investor saying thank you so much right or i used to be in the stock market and i was so scared and now i don't i'm not scared anymore i'm, I'm making money right. that's the best feeling in the world
2: yeah and also the same token for your listeners i want just hear me out on this i made that post and you're always gonna have naysayers right Mediocre people do not like high achievers. I just heard that the other day, and I was like, "Bam, that is so good. It's so true." But I had naysayers that were like, "You can't take the debt and put it behind the the mortgage of the apartment." And I was like, "Y'all don't know what I'm doing, right? I'm not going to break, you know, SEC codes and 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 whatnot." But you're always going to have naysayers, and you have to be willing to. Climb that mountain and not give a rip what people think or say. Yes. And usually
1: it's the ones that are closest to you anyways. So like once you accept that fact, because they'll always come on board once you've done it. (laughs) It's funny how that works. You can't do it. And then you do it. You're like, Oh, I always knew you could.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. That's awesome.
1: But uh, what an amazing journey. What an amazing story. So, when you look at now, so 20, and 2020 was rough. Like 2020 was, a, you know, we had COVID hell. We had lots of, so many things to go wrong, but that's gone. Think of Like we we're going to put that in the trash can, but it leads us up to where we're at now in 2021. What is the plan? What is Quattro's plan and, and, and where do you think you're heading?
2: Yeah, no, great question. So last year was pivotal. We had a merger with all the partners and created Quattro Capital. Uh, started with, uh, the first property in January and, you know, a lot of people would poo poo 2020, it was rough, but we also got to find a way to make lemonade out of lemons. Right.
1: Yeah. And
2: for us, it was almost like it was black Friday. We had a lot of our other colleagues that were sitting on the sidelines, waiting things to, you know, for the dust to clear, not Quattro man. We were on a stinking mission. Uh, as a matter of fact, we closed on eight properties in 2020 which is crazy to think in a stinking pandemic. Yeah. Uh, fast forward, uh, here we are in 2021, and next week we're going to close on a, our biggest deal, which is a nine million dollar deal um, in Decatur, Georgia, which is awesome. And then we have Decatur.
1: 200. I used to own a Decatur.
2: Really? Maybe. Yeah, I know that property. <laughs> huh?
1: Yeah, no doubt. That's be funny. Oh god, that's
2: crazy. So anyways, then we got two more in the lineup uh, behind that. So we're, we're on a mission for sure. Dude, for
1: sure. that is so awesome. That, that, that is the the power of velocity, teamwork. Everybody's doing a piece of that, right? Yep. And I can just tell by the smile on your face. If, if you're watching on Facebook right now, or I mean uh, on YouTube, like that's a sincere smile of this is pretty freaking awesome. Absolutely. Now, I want to talk to you about something. That I think I'm not, we didn't even have this discussion, but I just I can tell that's who you are about women empowerment, right? I've got a strong woman. My wife's a strong woman. I believe you're a strong woman. I know you are. Um, I wanna just take just a quick minute to talk to the women that are listening to this podcast right now because I personally don't feel there is enough women real estate entrepreneurs in our space and I think there needs to be more. So what would you like to tell them?
2: Amen. Listen, I just think for all the women out there um, there's a lot of pressure a full-time
1: mom too. You're like, yeah. it's like, you're still doing all the stuff.
2: Hey, listen, first and foremost, I will just tell you the truth. As a mom of five kids, you feel, or I feel completely inadequate as a mom. There's a lot of pressure of what we're not doing right and what we need to be doing. Right. All those moms out there. This is, this is a commonality, right? And when we wake up in the morning or let me just speak about myself, I wake up in the morning and sometimes I feel completely defeated. And I have to have that inner talk with myself and it's, it's me saying, and as corny as this sounds, um, as corny as this sounds, you have to have that self-talk of man, I'm enough. I'm worthy. I'm awesome. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an incredible mom. I'm a powerful wife. I'm a business entrepreneur because guess what? Nobody else is going to cheer you on. And if your ass doesn't get up and cheer yourself on, you're missing the mark pal you're missing the mark. So I think for just the moms out there is, I'm on a mission to just shout from the the mountaintop, whoever it is that wants to move into this space, I will help you get there if you are hungry and you truly, truly have a desire. Because just as Corey said, we weren't put here to settle for mediocrity. We are supposed to be that bright light on a hill and showing not just for ourselves, but for our children. Our children need to see it, not hear it, but they need to see mom and dad. But mom right now in massive action, right? Yeah. You want to leave that true legacy, and your are here's children.
1: what it looked like. Do you remember yeah. when I was doing that? Because everybody goes through. There's a little bit of hustle and grind, or you know, just immense focus. And then, but what comes on the other side of that, I and mean, your kids can see that. My kids have seen it now. They we've been talking about this for years, you know. And now my kids are older, almost getting ready to go to high school. But they saw dad put in the work in the beginning and they're seeing the the rewards that we uh, uh, reap when we go on these, you know, cool vacations and all the stuff that we do. And we've attributed that to the process, right?
2: You know what? I'm just going to stop right there because I read your book and I was in awe about, and this was a, a bit back, about you taking your kids on these awesome trips to Hawaii. And I think you ended up taking your neighbors and paid for your neighbors and showed the fun and man talk about just a giver's gain and your children getting to see dad doing that for those that he loves. I mean, that's massively powerful, my friend.
0: Do you want to learn how to find and finance apartment complexes using other people's money? Join us for our virtual Apartments to Millions Summit, where we will teach you how to get started in multifamily real estate investing. We will show you underwriting, how to find the best properties, how to find money, deal structure, and even how to maintain the properties and deal with the unexpected expenses that pop up. Text A2M to 480-500-1127. That's A, the number 2M, to 480-500-1127. Learn how to create cash flow and not quick profits. Cash flow is king.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. It really is a journey. and Because your why changes. So in the beginning, my why was I just need to pay my bills, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Get that done. All right, now I'm starting to grow. Then I'm starting to like, now we're making stupid money. And then the And your drive changes. My drive changed, which is like and i i just everybody they know this supply our fun is my mantra like that's what i want to do is i just want to show up and supply the fun that's my why i know it right and <laughs> and i enjoy it my wife enjoys it as well that we get to be able to create experiences we've we've actually put that as, as our experiences are way more powerful now than um than making money right yeah. And so it changes as you go, right? And like, but also, so we go back to your family life for just a minute. Now, I don't know about you, but so for, for my wife's strong entrepreneur, one of the things that we've learned to do is you can pay for a lot of things through money. So as a working mom, you know, if you don't want to do laundry, you know, like, oh, I got to do laundry. No, you don't, right? You can pay someone to do laundry. Yep. You can pay someone to clean your house. You can pay for someone to clean your house every other day, which is what Corey Peterson does, right? <laughs> we only have to make our beds on like Tuesdays, Thursdays. <laughs> and... <laughs> that's
2: awesome.
1: <laughs> but, but it didn't start there. It started with, you know, just like a little bit of like, hey, let's just get a house cleaned once a week, right? And that was enough for me. I was like, oh, it's so nice. And then I started, you know, pushing the envelope. That's, and that's what I've learned to do is how do i support um, my wife cuz i feel like she has the brunt of it even though i'm dad but I, for for mom it's different i think there's more kids come to mom they don't want dad when they're sick who do they want they want mom right. yeah there's a special bond that moms have and um, so i always say for a woman if you're out there don't be afraid to like put in the team right and i don't know if you have that but like if you're not Go do it. Cause it's like God send my wife will, she'll scream up and down and be like, dude, that's one of the best things. It was really yeah. weird. I didn't think I would like it. Cause they weren't going to do it my way. I'm like, honey, we will teach them your way. I promise. Sure, right? No. However you want your under my underwear folded, we will we'll make that happen.
2: <laughs> sure, sure. No. And you know, it's who not it's, who not how right? So it's really just putting those people in place to lighten your load, so that you can stay in your lane where you're most efficient. And it makes the most sense, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think that's just like I'm not saying that everybody needs it or want or necessarily wants to have it or have to have it, but when you really look like and say, where am I at? What do I need, and where and do I need to be doing this work? Because right. what happens is if you're working, you know, as a working mom, um, Monday through Friday. On Saturdays and Sundays, the last thing that you want to be doing is anything with freaking work tied to it, house work. Uh, like, sure. it should just be, in my opinion, like, I'm hanging out with the kids. So, like, that's, and that's where we started with it, because we're like, do we do laundry? F no. Let's go out and hang out with the kids. You know, for for a time, we were kind of dirty. <laughs>
2: Well, it even goes back to, I mean, I had a a coach at one time that she said, look, if you don't hire a nanny in your home to help you and you don't hire a housekeeper, I'm done and we're not going to coach until that's in place. She was just trying to help me see what is the best use of my time, right? Be more efficient, right? It made more sense to pay it out, even though at the time I felt guilty, right? Made me more efficient in what I was doing on the day to day.
1: Again, so the, you just brought it up again, like so, like because I think I didn't even think of the word guilty because I'm a guy, I don't think that way, right? But you just brought it up, and I, so let's—that's got to be something that women will feel. It's like I feel guilty, mm-hmm. but you, but don't, right? Like, man, that—that that, to me, because I, I didn't even think about that, like I. But I know that's a, that's a that's a truth. That's a real truth. Like I'm supposed to be able to do this, and the truth is, no, you don't, right? And then your self-talk, because I think that's where you've nailed it, is telling yourself of why you're so much better than all these these other things that you're doing, that that doesn't even matter anymore. That's just a little piece. Right.
2: No, 100%. You're spot on place.
1: So um, if you look into, um, I guess, your whole journey in real estate, like I kind of want to just leave the audience with kind of a – your overall arching message that you would like to share? Because I, I, I think we're wrapping up to an end, but I just love this conversation of where it started and we kind of just did it freestyle. That's typically how I do all my podcasts. Like, I so, but I just think this is a great little journey that we've went on of where you started. You had a dream and you you just, and you got it bigger. What, what's your overall message you'd like to share to the audience?
2: I think that for one, it's making sure that you are in business with the right people that you choose. Not because you have to, but choose who choose those people that you wanna surround yourself around. I look at Quattro and what we stand for, right? It's called Quattro for a reason. It's the four most important P's. okay? It's people, people are first. We have to be worried and love and be good to people by people. Number two is the property, right? We wanna find a great property that in turn number three is gonna yield incredible profits. And then lastly, our team has a heart for philanthropy, right? We love, love, love to do right by people and serve the hurting, the less fortunate. And if your heart is in the right place to truly, truly take care of those people that can't take care of themselves, that is where you are massively going to win. And for us, we have the most incredible team where our values completely line up. So everything we do together, we're just fired up about it because we're on the same freaking mission, right? Yes, And that's beautiful to be doing life. And you're wanting to head in the same direction right and lastly i think it really just goes back to wanting to leave a legacy i want my children to be able to shout what an incredible mom that they had that was hardworking. that was the protector that was loving that was kind that wanted to see them be the best that they could possibly be um and just even piggybacking on that look we've got um a big airbnb out in the hill country And it's not the most lucrative. It's just really not. I love multifamily, but guess what? This property's on five acres. And so we have those little shipping containers. I don't know if you've ever seen them or heard of them, but we're using them as Airbnbs. And we just put our third one on our property. Why? Because it's about our children, teaching them how to be entrepreneurial to the tune of those kids each having their own Airbnb app each of them having their own little shipping container and they're gonna learn people skills because too many kids are on their computers and gaming and we need them to have that social interaction. So every dollar that comes in goes to their savings and the other, I shouldn't say that, 50% goes to us and 50% goes to the children. If we have to respond to the Airbnb message to greet them or help them, they lose out on that stay. We're teaching them to be accountable and to get a taste of that money coming in, right? So it's about the kids and leaving a legacy and showing That's them beautiful. how to navigate in this crazy ass world we live in Yes, without entitlement because there's too much of that damn stuff.
1: <laughs> that is well said, Aaron. Thank you so much for that. Gosh, darn it. That is, that is awesome. Listen, if people want to get a hold of you or learn more about your guys' company, where do they go?
2: Absolutely. Go to www.thequattro, two Ts, Q U A T T R O, way, way, dot com. And you can click there, meet my team. Each of them have their own little one minute video. You can fill and find out why it is I'm linked with these people because you two are going to fill their heart. And then you can book an appointment from there or one of them. And I would love to chat with you. See and you afterwards.
1: have a podcast as well, right? Say it again. You guys have a podcast, right?
2: And ready to launch. Just yes. here Yeah, so excited. Okay.
1: So lots of good stuff happening. Uh, again, thank you for coming on the show and just giving your wisdom and your knowledge and your more importantly your passion and vigor and for life. It is so inspiring. I know you're inspiring people right now. Guys, listen, she said it earlier on the show is that it all comes down to mindset. You know, what you put your mind to really does matter, guys. If you believe it, You can achieve it, and your paradise is possible.